Happy National Prayer Day. Stay prayed up. God bless you. How you doing, Instagram? It's Big Time Tommy, and here's my thought of the day. In school, you are given the lesson first, then the test. But in life, you are given the test, and then you learn your lesson. That's the old school way. OS for life. Take it easy. It's not often you see a Mexican in a suit. Today's subject, slavery. I'm not a stupid fucking idiot. I know it was just a pig, but for 50 seconds it felt really real. And when you think you're going to get eaten and your first thought is, great, I don't have to go to work tomorrow. You're a Barack Obama had a big part of 9-11. Which part? Not being around, always on vacation, never in the office. What? That looks just like me. Yeah, we figured that he'd keep on popping up and he'd be like, Come on down to Mr. Alvin's. We've got Fila 29250, Nike 29-250. Why does it sound like that? Welcome to Dudes Are Us. Subscribe, download and join the Reddit. Stay prayed up, we have Andy Warhol making a guest appearance on this episode. We love you, fuck work we are here to save you. No, no pipe pitches. I don't know how people watch like every baseball game in the regular season. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> See, but I feel that way about basketball. I love, I watch every basketball game ever. <laughs> I think basketball is mad boring. Uh, we watch basketball till I fall asleep. I like it when we went and watched it at, like, I like going to see live basketball. I think that's fun, but I could never watch a game on TV. That's how I feel about hockey, too. I think hockey's boring as fuck. Oh, man. Hockey's one of the only interesting ones to watch. No way. No way, dude. You don't even know who has the fucking puck. All right. The only interesting thing that happens in hockey is sometimes somebody kills the other guy with his hockey skate. Did that oh happen my fucking god! That happened like a like five days like two ago. Two days ago, yeah. This guy was playing in a Euro League. Adam Johnson, who played who played for the it's Penguins for, like four years ago, like not even that long ago. It was like, Euro from like game. seventeen to twenty or something. But they had a collision, and when that dude went down, the other guy went like up with his skate and slashed his throat. Jesus Christ! That's probably Except the video. Fully of it is, severed his fucking carotid artery. Dude, video horrific video. Gnarly. You watch him just spray blood all over the fucking ice. He gets up. He, like, gets up and is then then he's, like, trying to rush him off the ice. And it's just, like... You can just watch. You can see him die. And he gets his head starts nodding as he's skating off the ice. Yeah. It's, like, so much blood. Yeah, don't watch that. He's skating off the ice? Mm Mm-hmm. He's got, like, um, a... I don't know if it was, like, a medic or a ref, but he's got somebody he's, like, got his arm around who's trying to, like, guide him off. See, this happened yeah, before. This has happened a few times. But one of the last times that it happened, it was a goalie. And one of the players, like, slid into the goalie with his skate up and caught him in the throat and severed his artery. And Jesus. he, like, immediately starts spewing blood all over the ice. But the trainer was a Vietnam War vet. And he fucking ran out and stuck his fingers into the guy's throat and pinched off his artery and saved his life. Fucking, yeah. 
Yeah, that one's gnarly too because the camera doesn't pan away. The camera like oh. zooms in on the guy's, and it's like it's like probably 1980s or so, maybe like 19. I don't even was it that long ago? The one where the where the goalie. Let's look it up right now. Uh, the guy with like the Z last name. Goalie gets throat cut. Clint just Malar Wear a cowboy collar or some shit. This happened on. I mean, bro, this has got to be like the night, like late seventies or eighties, because it's it's shitty quality. Jesus fucking, um, that's fucked up. Who's the guy I'm thinking of? It's, I mean, it's happened a lot of times, but I yeah. Think oh, uh, this one with Malarchuk though is like really was... famous because of the fact that that trainer happened to be like a war medic and just ran out and fucking. I don't yeah. think he died. Was it Zednik in like in like the 2000s? I remember seeing that one like when uh, it happened. Dramatic. Zednik. Zednik might have just been a really big hit. I don't know if he got cut. I fucking remember that game and they like and there was like blood on the ice and they couldn't fucking like Zamboni the blood off and it was just weird the whole oh, game. No, he does it, get cut. Jesus yeah. Christmas! But it doesn't look like his was that one. No, he didn't. Goalie. I don't think he didn't die from that. You should watch that video with the goalie I just linked. It is fucking gnarly. I don't know if I can do that right Fuck now. Fuck no, hell no. Come on, stop being a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's really engaging pod content for all of us to just silently watch a video that. <laughs> <laughs> just be fucking just, just silent for 30 seconds and yeah oh <laughs> just be physically and mentally changed after that for the rest of my life yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck oh god damn i just like in this malarchic one because the the announcers are like oh my god stop showing it and then the camera just zooms in on it oh my yeah. god <laughs> yeah oh god they're like, please, please stop showing it on TV. And then the guy just continues to zoom in. <laughs> Same fucking stadium, like, whatever. Imagine Dragons are doing a fucking concert <laughs> four days after on the weekend. <clears throat> Jesus. I don't know, man. One day you might get your throat cut playing hockey. The next day you might just get shot by some asshole in your bowling. Yeah, oh, that, fuck. That whole thing's fucked up, too. Um, yeah. I mean, that's that's America right now, huh? Conspiracy theories were out on that, like, hours after it happened. Yeah, I mean, there's going to be a conspiracy theory about any everything right now. Especially if it involves guns, everyone on the fucking gun side is going to be like, "This is a false flag. This is a government." Blah. It's yeah. so stupid because with this dude up in Maine, like his family made complaints against him. Yeah. Oh, the Army yeah. Reserve made complaints against him. He fucking threatened to shoot up the Army Reserve base, and he still had his gun. I Nothing. Don't understand that at all. I mean, that shit for sure. Like, there's just, you know we care that much about people having guns that like 
you can be that fucked up and have that many people in your life be like, this person probably shouldn't own a gun. And then you can basically tell people yourself, like, you know, I probably shouldn't own a gun because I am mentally disturbed and think about shooting people all the time. And they're like, well, it's the Second Amendment, though, so we have to let you have it. And it has to... And it has to be a gun that can like fire off more rounds than the fucking old dudes who wrote the Constitution could even imagine. Like, show Thomas Jefferson an AR-15. They'll be like, "Oh shit, no, we didn't mean that." Like it. Oh, (laughs) he meant like a flintlock pistol. He can have a flintlock pistol. He'd probably be going a shooting spree with that. And they're also that thing's fucking dank. I want one of those. Yeah, I mean that's also true. He definitely would. I'll see. You know, we can Indians. I could kill. We can kill a lot of Indians with this. The United States is also like, all right. Well, how about you instruct people to shoot guns too? You know, (laughs) how about you become an instructor on this stuff too? If you're hearing voices, that's totally cool. Right. Um, We'll do you one better. We'll give you guns, and you instruct how to use them. Yeah, nothing can be nothing can be bad enough. Like the gymnastics they have to go through to be like, no, this is fine. This is fine. He should he should it was fine that he owned a machine gun. Hey, did your friend ever go and pick another barrel? Yeah. That's so weird that you brought that up. Did he just <laughs> did he just do it recently? Oh, you would, yeah, you would know. Yeah, I, I literally got a bottle yesterday from the yeah. new barrel. I was like, I bet he did because I just, I just pulled the one down from last year. How's this um, year's bottle? So it's a rye, which I think last year's was a bourbon. It was I a bourbon not. last year, yeah. Um, I haven't tried it yet because I, I just got it yesterday, and I'm, you know, not really a weekday drinker. But, uh, but uh, yeah, dude. If you want to crack it open, I'll can hang and, and sip some rye. Yeah, I'd like to try. I'd like to actually try the bourbon too, if you still have any left. If you haven't drank, I, it I still have some of that bourbon. Um, and yeah, this rye's overproof too, so it should be nice. Well, they're probably all just barrel strength, right? Yep, exactly. Yeah. Is that dude still bald? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> as bald as ever. I still feel kind of bad because I ended up with two sets of these little drams because the one was supposed to go to whoever and he just left it on my desk for them. Oh. Yeah, the person that he left it for didn't deserve it anyway. That's so funny. I don't feel bad then. Who do you leave it for? You got to write that in the chat. I don't even know if you'd recognize the name. Uh, Let's see. I'll just give you a description. Zimbabwe. I don't think you would uh, even. Okay. <laughs> yes, accurate description, Bob. <laughs> Annoying blonde. Who fat was the girl. one that um, called her the wrong name when we were in the car with her? <laughs> <laughs> Who was that? Was that you, Paul? <laughs> I don't know. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she just didn't respond. It was hilarious. Yeah, okay. I mean, there was a bunch of idiots whose Who names you had that? to try to remember back then. That's so funny. <laughs> Get her ass, Paul. Hmm. Uh, I'm good. I didn't have to interact with her that much, so. Yo, you bald as hell. 
I was going to text you at some point today, Jerry. Wait, what? Next time you see him, like, I know you you already saw him, so you can't do it. But next time, just be like, damn, you bald as hell. Damn, you bald as hell. <laughs> I'll do that. That'll okay. be a good way to open. That'll be a good way to open my next call. Okay. <laughs> sometimes I, sometimes I, I like to say weird shit to him on calls, like when he calls me just to make him feel awkward. Oh, that's good. That's you can call him like daddy that. sometimes. Just come <laughs> out. It's great. Holy shit. Um, hello? Yes. Hello there. <laughs> yeah. Uh say weird shit to your boss. It's fun. Mm. Listen. Work is uh Works work. That's a fact of life. Yeah, work is so you know, have some fun with it and say weird shit to your boss. See what happens. Yeah, you know, you know what I hate more than anything? When you talk to somebody capitalism. about winning. No, I love oh, capitalism. Sorry. When you talk to somebody about winning like a large lottery and they're like, Oh, I would still have a job. I'm oh like, yeah. Fuck you. No, you would not oh, have yeah. a job. You're telling just... me you'd have fuck you money and you could do any you could do literally anything you ever wanted to do and you would still work. That's what I think about. Oh, I, I would just—I would get bored. Successful people, I'm like, why don't you just retire and like fucking lo- like do nothing right now? Like people that are like, oh, you know, they have a deal with like Target on something. It's like, dude, just retire now instead of making more bullshit into the world and do nothing. You'd have millions of dollars. You just do nothing every day. Yep. Honestly, like to save some money for the rest of us. Fuck. I don't know. Yeah, did you fucking maybe these people are all just like weird ass robots and they're like, I love being successful though. I need to do I need to start a bigger business. I mean, there's definitely some of that, like ego shit. Like, and it's never enough, you know. No matter how much you're making, it's like, oh, there's somebody who's making more than me, and that makes me feel inadequate. Mm. Listen, Dang. all I'm saying is if I won a big lottery, I would just do I would I would literally do nothing, dude. I would do oh, nothing. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. I'd be like, mm, I think I'll take the four wheeler out today. Yeah. Yeah. I, be I don't even fucking do anything at all. Yeah, exactly. And I would still not watch all those Netflix shows people tell me to watch. Correct. Mm-hmm. Me either. I still won't know how <laughs> succession ends. Mm. Stop telling me to watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't even I haven't even watched any of that. That's how I felt during the pandemic when people were like, oh, you got to watch Tiger King. I'm not watching it. Never watched Tiger King. I'm not watching it. I just, Good not, it doesn't interest me. I like it just because now I live next to that bitch. <laughs> She's like literally, uh, like that place where uh, Carol Baskin's place is, is like, there's a McDonald's like 200 yards on the right side of it. And there's just a bunch of tigers living there. Yep. That shit's hilarious. Listen, it's okay for people to like TV shows, but you don't have to be like, oh, you have to watch this. Dude, I mean, I uh, gotta yeah. watch House Hunters. Like Westworld. You know how many times I've been told to watch oh, Westworld? Yeah. Now I'm just not watching it out of spite. I don't even know that. Like, Didn't I you guys watched. You told me to watch Lord of the Rings last week. I, well, yeah, I was the one who was like, but I, but I think I was modest about that. I was like, I know at this point, if you were going to watch it, you would have, so you're not going to. But like, 
you ever get a stomach flu and you need to just like have background noise on for nine hours? Yeah, bro. At this point in my life, I'm Order like wishing trilogy. for a stomach flu. <laughs> Sometimes, <laughs> it happens, man. Sometimes it happens. Um, yeah. Stay grinding, dude. Stay grinding. Uh, what were you just saying, Pops? What show did you mention? Oh, fucking Westworld. This is how impactful Westworld was to me. I so there's I don't know how many seasons there are now, but I stopped watching it after the second one. There's three. Great. I watched the first season with my roommates. You know, it was like a thing where we we always had like an HBO show we watched every week. Westworld. We watched that one. Uh, great. Then I guess we watched the second season also because I four seasons then four seasons great so then i think i heard there was a third season coming out and i was like oh shit there's already a third season i better i better watch the second season to catch up because i did actually kind of like season one and then i was like no cap like three quarters of the way through season two and i realized i had watched it already i was like wait i think this is familiar and then like asked my roommate i was like hey when we would watch westworld did we make it through season two and he was like yes what are you talking about and i was like i just rewatched the entire thing and didn't remember until like the second to last episode yeah. that i had seen it already so like it's one of those it's like fucking mulholland drive that like people think it's good because it's confusing and it's like inexplicably confusing so people are like oh you just don't get it and it's like no there's nothing to get it's not good because it's like complex you're just being pretentious mm. yeah, I, think I'm I don't maybe oh he's he's the robot actually yeah. i feel like maholland drive was only scary because of the music yeah like they did a really good job of making a lot of like um stress <laughs> but then the rest of the movie you're watching like this is like an old woman jerking off behind a building <laughs> <laughs> That's part of the movie. Yeah, uh, yeah. She's like, well, <laughs> uh, man, going to town on that muff cabbage. What's the other one he does with a racer top? Fucking the dude with the with the flat cut haircut. I don't know. Same director, John Waters. Um, Wait, yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. No, what am I thinking of? Birdcage. Oh, I mean, yeah, I'm thinking of uh, fucking the way wrong director. Who am I thinking of? Uma Thurman. No, 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 no. David Lynch. How did I? How did that name escape me? It is Damn. David Lynch. Yeah. I don't know why I, th- I was like, because I was thinking about Pink Flamingos the other day. Thinking about Edith Massey eating eggs in a cage. Did you ever have a Survivor Night? Uh, what's a Survivor Night? Do you uh, watch Survivor? Oh, the movie, the TV, TV show Survivor. Show. No, I so I only watched one season of that. Um, sounds like it's twenty fifth season. Yeah. Yeah. In what year? The third season, so let's say it was uh, 
Set the one where the fat gay guy won, and then he didn't pay taxes on it, and it ruined his life. No, that's the first. Think that's so. Richard Hatch. He's actually from uh, Rhode Island. From so uh, yeah, so, over from me. So the guy who won Survivor season three, which was, I want to say, in two thousand one. Nothing else relevant happened that year. Um, he oh Ethan Zahn. So Ethan Zahn's from Massachusetts, and some and allegedly some kids in our middle school knew him, mm. or like were like related to him, and so we all I don't know why it was just like we all watched Survivor because my buddy was like Ethan Zahn wins Survivor. He wasn't like he he he's not allowed to tell anyone because it hasn't like because like you know it airs later, but like he basically like moved like after the show ended he like moved moved away and like did a bunch of rich guy stuff and my my friends were like just just keep watching ethan zahn wins and then he did oh but damn he did win as yeah, a shout out to those two guys what about boston rob who was that that's the Somebody. guy from real world no that's um the dude <laughs> that guy who said he was gonna smash the other dude's head in and eat it yeah damn. i know that guy <laughs> that's such a cool thing to say to somebody <laughs> We'll fucking smash your head in and eat it. I think that was like a strong word. I've I've partied with that dude. His name is not Boston Rob. Boston Rob was on uh, it's hard for a name, dude. No, Boston Rob was on Survivor. He was on Survivor season eighteen. I don't know. 13. Um He was on Survivor Marquesas, Survivor All-Stars, The Amazing Race 7, The Amazing Race 11, Survivor Heroes vs. Villains, Survivor Redemption Island, Survivor Island of Idols, Survivor Winners at War. God damn. Yeah. He's an OG then. He's like uh, Johnny Bananas. Exactly like Johnny Bananas. CT. He's like CT. That's the that's the dude's name who said he was gonna smash the other guy's head in and eat it. There's no way you party with CT. From real world? Yeah. Yeah, I have. No way. Where'd you party with CT? Mutual friends. You partied with him at Mutual Bank? Yeah, the mutual bank. (laughs) (laughs) Mass mutual. No, a different dude from Massachusetts who was in the real world. Not that I don't think CT was from Mass. Was he? No. I don't know. I don't even know who CT is. I never watched The Real World. He fucking dominated it always in the Real World Road Road Challenge. That's where he said he was going to smash that guy's head in. Oh, yeah. No, not that dude. Anytime there is like a challenge in sand, like a physical one-on-one, he just dominated it. Absolutely dominated it. <laughs> uh, he was from Brooklyn. Yeah, hell yeah. He loves bagels. I'm from Brooklyn. I love bagels. I love oh. smashing people's fucking heads. Here we go. Vincent Tamborello Sr. and Ramona Tamborello. And then he had a sibling, Vinny Tamborello. Yeah, they don't fuck around, huh? Nope. <sighs> and uh, his name was the least Italian of all of them. His name was Chris. 
<laughs> no way. <laughs> He's adopted. <laughs> oh my god. I made that part up, but his name is Chris. I'm Chris. I'm from Brooklyn. <laughs> Love the potty. Real World is such a hilarious TV show. That fucking skit that Dave Chappelle did, The Mad Real World, is oh, like... Yeah. <laughs> so true. They would always have the... They would always edit it so, like, the one black guy in the real world just looked fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he always wore one of those fucking Dave Chappelle hats, too. Mm-hmm. To be like, look, it's happening again. There's nothing <laughs> we can do about it. They would all go out and like the one black dude would usually stay back and like just kick it. Mm-hmm. What about uh, Chance and his brother? Remember that show? Wait, what? A chance at love? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, like vaguely. <laughs> that was a good show. <coughs> a chance. Real what, what, chance of love. Was that Chance the Rapper? You date Chance the Rapper or something? No, nah, this was a Chance the Rapper before givens. Chance the Rapper. You would know who it is if you saw a picture. I really didn't. Uh, he was literally named Chance. He was a rapper before Chance the Rapper. That's funny. What about uh that one where it's like Russell Simmons and or and his brother and their kids runs house? Great and show. in the end, he'd sit in the bathtub and drop some <laughs> knowledge yeah. on his Blackberry. Doing prayers on his Blackberry. These were real shows that existed? Yeah, bro. Yeah, in what year? Early 2000s. Hogan Knows Best. Hogan Knows Best like, was great. <laughs> a lot of drugs then. My favorite of all those shows, though, was the Ozzy Osbourne one. I vaguely remember yeah, good. parts of that. Sharon, like, the, the, the fucking dog shit in the house. <laughs> yeah, just because of those moments. And just watching, like, I love the 80s and I love the 70s was good, too. When I was in the middle of the kind of remember that was it was on VH1 or something. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah I do remember. That's basically that. our podcast, just in a show. I love the eighties. Yeah, it's change kinda, everyone. It's kind of crazy. And then it was like the two. It was like two thousand, like ten, and they did I love the two thousands. And it was like, guys, not enough time has passed. No, you gotta like you're talking about stuff that happened like two years ago. Chill. It's kind of kind of crazy that they got Ozzy Osbourne off the psych meds, and now he just has a normal voice. Is that true? Yeah. No. Yeah, you should look at like a a video from the last couple of years. He just talks like we do. Who? Ozzy Osbourne. No way. Yeah, I you swear to God, Sharon Osbourne was like drugging him. Uh, I mean, it would just be payback for the time that he got so high he tried to kill her. What? Well. They were on tour together and he was in like a fit of rage from cocaine and he tried to murder her. He like, I think he was choking her to death and he either came to or somebody stopped him. Listen, we all, and what kind of rules? We all do things when we're blacked out that we didn't mean to. <laughs> I mean, he also bit the head off of a bat, so. Yeah, whatever. 
Let's see if I can find it. Did make schools out too, so I mean, he can do whatever he wants. No, no, wait, no that was Alex yeah, Cooper. A... <laughs> what song am I thinking of? Crazy Train. Yes, Crazy Train. Alex Cooper, though, too, that he gets a pass. He was he's in that post Malone song and he just sounds normal. Which one's that? I, I want to be Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> you guys want to hear about how much of a fucking seventeen year old white girl I was on Saturday? Yes. So, uh, this guy drinks. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, so my buddies had a Halloween party on Saturday. And I, uh, you know, not my favorite week going into the weekend. So, was definitely like ready to. Why is that? You know, just, you know, uh, ready to blow off some steam. So, I'm like, you know, get to this party at like 4 30. And I immediately make my buddy do a, a shotgun of beer with me. Mm. I also brought a fucking giant bottle of Kirkland Signature tequila. Um, so that was pretty great. Is it any good? Yeah, dude. I will challenge anyone. It's probably bottled by Patron or whoever you're about to say. So that's what I was going to say is those fucking classe azul tequila bottles that like white and blue porcelain Mm. bottle that like is 180 bucks and everyone it's like stereotypical fancy tequila Mm. i will challenge anyone winner gets a fucking classe azul bottle to identify the difference like you know we, t- t- blind blind taste test classe azul and kirkland signature tequila they are indistinguishable to the point where i think they're bottled by the same company do it on pando's stream uh he hasn't been streaming a lot lately tell him have him do it dude he's um i don't know if this is secret proprietary information i think he's gearing up to do some wow hard mode speed running <clears throat> but i don't know that for sure yeah i heard that too on instagram yeah on the gram um so anyway go real hard saturday i'm like decided the only ways i'm drinking are are via shotgunning a beer or a tequila shot okay no normal drinking and what point did you start giving everybody like getting people to drink the tequila because you're saying it's better than azua anyways i wasn't doing so i'm not i wasn't selling it that way i there was one there was uh there was a bun- it, it, the party was in New Hampshire, and in New Hampshire, you can only buy liquor from state-run liquor stores. So they saw the bottle of Kirkland Signature Tequila and were like, wait, what is that? And I was like, fucking Costco tequila, baby. And they were like, Costco sells tequila? And they were just like, their minds were blown by the idea of that. And so we ended up doing a bunch of shots because they just thought that it was wild that Costco sold alcohol. Um, but I wasn't doing the Classic Azul argument with anyone because they were... These are my people there. They're just great with drinking uh, Costco tequila. So anyway, a lot of that happening. 
decent amount of shotgunning beers happens. It is, it is the night is young. It is like eleven thirty, and I am not in great shape, but that's fine. I'm in great. I'm in great shape, not in great shape. I uh, at one point. Oh, and the reason I had brought the it was a potluck, and the reason I had brought the big bottle of tequila was that I. I said that the thing I was going to bring for the potluck was margaritas. And then uh, at that point, I had not yet made a margarita. So somewhere around 1130 midnight, somebody was like, Jared, where are those fucking margaritas? And so then I started making margaritas. And at some point, or no, so I had brought tahine to do on the glasses for the margaritas, but I had left it in my bag. And so I'm making the margaritas and I remember that the tahine's in my bag. So I go into the other room to grab my bag, put my phone down in that room and then go back with the tahini to finish up the margaritas, finish the margaritas, hand them out to all the people that were asking. And then I was like, all right guys, who the fuck took my phone? Oh Jesus. And, uh, and everyone's like, what? And I'm like, my phone's missing. And it's like, ha ha. All right. Give me my phone back. And now like 20 minutes has passed. And I'm like, all right guys. Like it was funny at first, but like it's kind of fucked up now. Give me my phone. Now it's like an hour's pass, and I'm like, this is not funny anymore. Now like two hours has passed, and I'm like losing my shit. Like I can't think about anything else. I'm like, one of you motherfuckers has my phone. Just like give it back. Uh, and I'm like being an asshole. And then somebody finds it in the room where I left it, and all that memory floods back to me. And I'm like, oh, shit. I definitely was in that room and definitely just put my phone down. But I didn't want to admit to it, so I was just like, Oh, somebody, somebody put my phone, like took my phone when I was making margaritas and put it in that room and like, and they're just an asshole. And then, but then I was like, I'm drunk and it's not going good. So then I was like, I'm putting myself to bed. So let's say it's like 1am now, eh, 1230. I don't know. Sense of time. Who knows? It's 11. It's midnight. Who cares? Put myself to bed. I'm like, I'm getting weird, bad, drunk. Not going to end well myself to bed i remember laying down on the couch and then i went to sleep and then that beautiful thing where you where you wake up after falling asleep now blacked out and then apparently blackout apparently jerry was up for like another hour and a half just talking so much shit to everyone um that i have no memory of and then woke up the next day uh, at my buddy's house and he and his wife were like you have so many people to apologize to today starting with us oh my god it was great i wanted to have apologized like what am, oh, I, I, what am I apologizing for i don't know well, i was like i was like what did i do uh and my buddy's wife who was like the hostess of the party was like well first of all you were sitting around the bonfire and like pointed directly at me and said fuck you twice that's awesome don't remember that and then my buddy was like well sir to apologize and then i and then i guess i so i was dressed as a hippie and i guess i like threw my wig in the fire all everyone was mad because like a motorcycle guy yep (laughs) um people were mad because they might have had to breathe in two seconds of fucking wig flame i was fucking picturing you this whole time too in that outfit (laughs) 
Well, that was one that time was what Jared I was and I were sitting by the fire, and I soberly threw pressure treated wood on top of it, and he didn't get mad at me. I wasn't psyched, but we we were down. I was upwind from it. What wow. happened? It's just not good to breathe in wood not that's really pressure treated. Oh, whatever. Just, it's all pressure. like arsenic. Yeah, okay. Kind of. It happens. One of the few things they tell you about bonfires. Um, but anyway, so that was that. Um, I like, so what I do like. <laughs> Jared's all drunk. He's like, oh, I thought this was a free country. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, you fucking hippie. <laughs> what I do <laughs> like, I, I think, is America. that. So I so I put myself to bed because I when I realized that like freedom of speech motherfucker that's right dude pull out the me on Reddit every day when I um <laughs> when I realized like oh shit I was in the wrong and I just like spent two hours acu- or like an hour and an, and a half for accusing my friends of stealing my phone like this night's not gonna get any better and then I went to bed and passed out and woke up and and blackout drunk me decided that he was gonna keep the bit going oh my god. And just keep keep calling people assholes for stealing my phone, even though at that point I knew that I was the one who just put it in that room. Um, but two things I'm very proud of that night. Uh, I didn't smoke a cigarette. Okay. Which I was very worried about. Um, now I'm now like four weeks, no cigs. Great. Nice. You can all give me applause. Don't worry about it. Um, and then I didn't fucking break any glass all right you didn't drive either i didn't drive i i don't drive drunk mm-hmm. um pretty much save that kind of drinking for halloween new year's eve and my birthday and so the last time was my birthday and i got to that level where i put myself to bed this time but didn't put myself to bed and then i was throwing i would i was drinking margaritas and then i would out of glasses and then I, I would finish them and spike them at people's feet oh my god and so i had to wake up i mean i had to clean up a lot of broken glass the morning after who'd you have to it's apologize penance. to which time this time oh like i just apologized to my homies group chat i was like hey guys sorry clearly i was very drunk i have a similar <laughs> i have a similar spiking glass story i was very drunk at tavern in the square in boston when i was probably 21 and i was in the middle of you know how tits has that like little dance floor area it was yep. like quite literally in the middle of it with, a, with like a lot of friends and i finished my beer and i put the pint glass directly over my head and then gronk spiked it and like you know glass obviously went everywhere yeah and everybody just like all the people i was with turned and looked at me and they're like what's wrong with you and i was belligerent so i was just like oh you guys just being fucking pussies oh my god (laughs) yeah then i proceeded to my friend dj shows up and he had a like a long neck budweiser and i also had a long neck budweiser and i went to click the bottle on top of his so his would erupt and i hit it so hard it shattered the bottle in his hand Ooh, and he looked at me like it snapped the neck right off the bottle and he's like bro what the fuck and i looked at it and i just go yeah that sucks looks like you're gonna have to buy yourself another beer bro you're such an asshole <laughs> i refused to buy him the beer so i was i was you know two for two that night it's okay jared sometimes you just get too drunk and you, you fucking spike a few glasses and oh, knock a bottle out of somebody's hand we would have been we would have been a bad 
uh, <laughs> bad duo age duo 21. to have to have hung out in our 20s because i i also enjoyed a spike in a glass at the white horse or common ground or the model now and again um the, the best part was i looked the bouncer right in the eyes as i did it and he just looked at me like dude come on yeah <laughs> yeah Yeah, sometimes you just got to spike a glass. I'm fucking um, like drunk at the Fenway Christmas party, and I spiked a glass there. I mean, it's that, really at a work Christmas party. It's really satisfying to do. It's like definitely a dick move at a bar, and like as I've aged, I've realized like that's this is somebody's job. Like I'm just being an asshole where like at somebody's work right now. It sucks. Um, but that was fun. Um, my best, that story though, doesn't involve me or it doesn't, wasn't me, but it was my buddy that I was at the model with. And he, uh, he actually probably was a better spiker of pint glasses than I was. But, uh, we were at the model normal night, normal night, but for three days prior, I had broken my collarbone. So I was still in a sling. And uh, so we're at the model. I'm in a sling with a broken collarbone. We're drinking. One of the one of the bartenders or the you know like stocky dude with orange hair. Yeah, he's like sweeping up some popcorn or some. She's just like sweeping. I don't know why he was sweeping. And he and he gets to where we're standing and he's like sweeping and then he kind of nudges my buddy's feet with the broom, basically to say like, "Hey, can you move? I'm sweeping here." Uh, and my buddy just kind of like looks him and doesn't move. And he gives him like, then he gives him like a harder tap, like kind of on his like ankle with the broom being like, I'm not fucking around move. And so my buddy just looks at him and just yeets his fucking pint glass full beer right on the ground in front of the guy. And it was like no time to process what had happened. He is and like all the dudes that work there. Aiden were like bodybuilders basically they're just all big dudes big fucking guys and we're standing in that corner right by where the kitchen is Mm -hmm. um like between the bathrooms and the kitchen without any time to like process that like oh shit a glass is just broken that guy is already like lariat arm around his neck dragging him through the kitchen out the back door they drag him out the back door and push him into the parking lot and shut the door behind him and I'm still inside Uh, I mean, I just hear him kicking on the back door. I'm like, this is bad. Uh, so he's kicking on the back door from the outside because, oh, because as they were dragging him out, his shoe fell off. So one of his shoes is inside. I pick up the shoe and I'm like, I'll just take it out to him. And the guy grabs it out of my hand, opens the back door and chucks the shoe across the parking lot. Um, and then I'm like, fuck, uh, so then the fucking bouncer goes goes out the door, like chucks the shoe, goes out the door. I go behind him. They're now fighting in the back parking lot, the fucking bouncer and my buddy. Uh, these two kids are skating in that back parking lot, like young kids skating, and they see this all going on, so they start recording it. My buddy like keys into what's happening, that he's being recorded mid-fight, breaks away from the dude he's like, scuffling with. And just hucks the kids, gra- runs over to the kid, grabs the phone, and hucks it across the parking lot. Thing definitely shattered into a million pieces. Uh, 
goes back to fighting the bouncer. That fight like rolls from the back parking lot up to the road. The other, the like bigger, older bouncer with like the fucking long, like, like heavy metal beard. Mm-hmm. He comes out and puts my buddy in a sleeper hold. Nice. He's now, so he's like side, like that side alley, not quite at the sidewalk yet, is now on the ground in the sleeper hold. And like, I wanted to do anything, but I am, I have a broken collarbone. There's nothing I can do besides be like, guys, stop. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, so that's happening. Then, uh, one of those kids, the kid whose phone didn't get, so the two kids skating, the kid, the one of those kids who didn't get his phone thrown across the parking lot comes over to me to start talking. He's like, is that your, is that like your buddy or whatever? And I'm like, dude, like, I don't know what's going on. Just like, I'm just trying to get out of here. My buddy like comes out of sleeper hold sleep, just sees me talking to that kid and thinks that kid is starting shit with me. And like, like electricity went through him. He's immediately up on his feet, sprints towards me, does this like jumping punch at the kid, like, through the air, flying punch, punches this kid so hard they both roll into the street. So now whatever the street that goes by the model is, uh, they're in the street fighting. The old bouncer dude who put him in the sleeper hold comes back, puts him in a sleeper hold again in the middle of the road. Um, then, because I'm not in the middle of this fight, I'm like more aware of the surroundings. I hear distant sirens. So I like run up to my buddy and the guy and I'm like, just like pulling them apart. And I'm like, I'll take care of it. I got this. And like guy lets him go. I pick up my buddy and I'm like, we got to get the fuck out of here. The cops are coming. And so we like run and like hide out in a friend's house nearby. And then we find out later that the cops did indeed show up. They shut down the model like an hour before close. And uh, my buddy was banned for life. We're spiking a glass. Do you pick him up with your one arm? Kinda. <laughs> you go to the avenue. Yeah, the avenue wasn't like my main spot. The avenue was like was like a treat. If you wanted like get the five dollar burger with the egg on it. Yeah. My roommate and I, we lived on um whatever the street was that was behind Joshua Tree. So we went to the avenue like kind of regularly. Yep. Do you remember the the bouncer who had no neck? Eh, not ringing a bell. It was he would have been like a he would have his like mob name would have been like three ton Tony. Like bro, the dude was like a literal fucking brick wall. He would wear his football jersey every now and then and he would just oh, be God. so sweaty. He was bald. He he would wear one of those like white service towels around his neck because he'd just be sweating at all times. Yep. I bet he weighed three hundred and sixty pounds, but was probably like three hundred of that was just muscle. Dude, dude, dude was fucking terrifying and the entire time that i went to the avenue i never saw anybody get into a fight and i'm pretty sure that's why because it was like you don't want to have to get i i don't even i don't even think the guy would beat you up i think he would just fucking actually kill you i don't even think you would have to do anything i think he'd just look at you and be like you need to leave now yeah yeah not a dude you start shit with 
he looked like a mob guy. Like, it was just his whole appearance. He looked like if you just put a suit jacket on him, he could be in, like, a, a fucking extra in Goodfellas. That fucking area was so weird. It still is. <laughs> you know, I was thinking the other day, and no offense if you have friends who are doing this, but could you imagine being 30 and you still live in Alston? <laughs> I, w- I mean, I was... I was living in Alston, and I was living in Brighton. I mean, I was living in Brighton when, on like my thirtieth birthday, but like not for long after that. And that was definitely not the reason. It wasn't just like that vanity of being like, "I'm thirty, I better get out of Alston." But it was definitely like a thing where it's like, "All right, guy, like you used to make fun of people in their thirties at the model or like at the sill, and like you're that guy now." Yeah, you just see like I'll see people that I knew from college that'll still post videos of them hanging out at whatever, whatever fucking shitty bar on like a Monday night. It's like, man, that, that's just depressing. Like, you know, I mean, like, never went past that. That's like the, the dude, who friend of the who, pod, uh, twitch.tv slash hey panda was at the model last night, but. I think you mean everyone but him when you're talking about this. Yeah, of course. He's the coolest. Well, what I'm envisioning is like the person in your high school who peaked, never moved out of town, and then still goes to the high school football games. That's like like the townie version of the fucking person who peaked at, I smoke cigarettes outside of the model, and I still do it at 35. (laughs) Yeah. 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 It's like the forever hipster, the hipster that never is still tragically hip at 30, 35. What are you trying to say, man? Yeah. Say what you're trying to say. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the people. Who well, why would, why would I even think you were talking about me? <laughs> why? Because you, what, you just what made, told me, you just told well, me to say it. Well, no, I'm just asking what you meant by that. All right. Fucking studded belt boy. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Get him, dude. Been drinking. I've been drinking a lot of whiskey tonight. <laughs> Get his ass. No, I want to do that to him. That's my pal. Just start asking him where your phone is. Oh, I did do a similar thing to one of my coworkers the other morning, Jared. I went in, and he has this Chevy. Chevrolet hoodie that has a Punisher logo on the back of it. Oh man! And I was like, "Bro, is that a real Chevy hoodie, or is that something you had made?" And he's like, "He's always wicked cranky in the morning too." And he's like, "It's a Chevy hoodie," and I'm like, "Yeah, but did you have it made, or is it like a officially licensed merchandise?" He goes, "I bought it at Chevy." And I go, yeah, but is it officially licensed merchandise or did you have it made? And I asked him probably five times in a row. And on the fifth time, he actually, he, you, you could watch him getting madder and madder. He's like, I just fucking told you it's a fucking Chevy hoodie and I bought it at Chevy. <laughs> and I just had to needle him one more time. I'm like, yeah, but, and he's like, don't ask me again. <laughs> it's because it had the Punished logo on it. Yeah, I'm like, what, what fucking Chevrolet makes a Punisher hoodie? Like, that seems suspicious to me. Now I know you said that a while ago. I just noticed it on like so much shit. Oh my god, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. One of the security guards has it on his thing. 
I mean, I really like this dude. I bowl with him on Mondays, so I have no beef with this guy, but he does drive a Chevy with a Punisher logo on the back of it. What is the Punisher logo even from? Uh, from I think the comic the Punisher. <laughs> but, like, what is the pun? Is it, like, a... What type of, sh- uh, like, movie is it, though, that everybody likes it that much? I think it... I don't... It's not... The, I, the I use of the has, logo has I, nothing uh, to do with the movie anymore. I want to say, bastardized. I want to say that the Punisher. Ah, uh, oh, this is. It's like I a thin blue line guy. Oh, okay. Is that what he? I mean, was that the? No, the Punisher hates the police. He's a he's a vigilante. Yeah, I want to say the Punisher is like a, a vigilante, but like like his family you know. gets killed by the mob, and then he goes and wipes the mob out, and then just like continues killing people. Yeah, but he yeah, but he's like a out. cool, but he's like a cool vigilante who has like a motorcycle and like is and a lot of guns and like grenades and stuff. Oh, does he have like a sick motorcycle? Yeah, he's got like a it's like, like a sick stuff on here. He's, he's got, got like a, a sick ass hog, and he got guns, and he shoots. You know, pause. Bad pause guys. With hog talk. Chill with that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think in the Punisher movie, he's got a Pontiac GTO. Yeah, dude, chill with that shit, bro. But anyways, a lot of the like, I feel like a lot of the people that you see with Punisher logos are like thin blue line people. But, but yeah, I, but the dude I bowl with is like smoking weed and shit. So I think he just really, I think he really likes comics because he also has a um, transformer like bumper sticker on his fucking eighty thousand dollars Chevy truck. <laughs> I mean, bumper stickers are just crazy in general. Oh yeah, there's some uh, wild ones down here, dude. But why would you spend all that money on your vehicle and then you just put a fucking sticker on the back of it? It's not a not a Nalgene water bottle. Uh, yeah, I don't know. And I'm willing to bet most of the people. Not that it matters. Like, not that I'm like you're like I'm gatekeeping, uh, Punisher because I've never even <laughs> read those comics. But that's hilarious. Gatekeeping the, pe- the Punisher. But people who have that sticker on their car on their trucks, like most of them, probably have no idea. Like, oh, I bet ninety percent of them are like asshole militia guys. I yeah, it's just. I found those that Twitter side the other day, and it was so sad. Of these guys, I don't even know how those people like live every day. Just uh, talking about guns every day in like pretty uh, psycho ways talking you know you know one of them smoking a cigarette like denouncing your amendment rights it's crazy bro one of our friends got into an argument with the doctor because he didn't want to get his child vaccinated (laughs) (laughs) like you know one of them oh yeah but not as bad as like uh defending that fucking mass shooting basically because of the ar shit and then like uh saw this one of this girl on there too is just punt, push like off. Oh, they want to take our guns away and like posting links to like kits to build guns. Yeah, what the fuck? This guy's just like one of those uh, his hat brims really bent, smoking a cigarette in a shed, like talking to the camera <laughs> with a dog tag around his neck. It's like an actual militia guy. <laughs> yeah, quite literally, dude. 
It's like our brother's going to jail for 17 years because he was at the Capitol. <laughs> Literally. Imagine being that much of a fucking loser. You can actually care about that just stuff. Outside in your shed, just fucking going off. You're just ticked off. You know, what's kind of crazy to me, too, is that those people tried to. All right. So they January 6th happened. They stormed the Capitol. They made it in. And then that, uh, I think her name, I'm not, I don't actually know what her name is, but that woman got shot and killed. Yep. And then they were like, oh, it's such a travesty. And it's like, no, that that was like a pretty good example of how well-trained the Capitol Police are. That like, oh, he, yeah. shot, he shot and killed that person. And then the other Capitol Police didn't hear that gun go off and just fucking, like they were in just a kill, they were in like a little kill tunnel. Oh like, yeah! All those people could have gotten killed. They heard one shot go off. If they were just like a regular run-of-the-mill police, it would have been like fucking two hundred people just gunned down in a small hallway. <laughs> like that whole thing, the whole fucking thing about oh, it was wrong that you killed that person. It's like no, it's not. The person was trying to go through a door where they were def- they were defending whoever they were defending, and the Capitol police officers like, "Do not come through here, or I'm going to shoot you." <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, you won't. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure in that. <laughs> I mean, honestly, they uh, should have shot more people that day. Like, I have no love for the police, but that is one time where I was like, that person fucking deserved it. They literally asked for it. That's what I mean. Cop like, is it like, probably just not, be a do not stand- step over this line, <laughs> right? Like, it's not like you're trying to fucking. I don't fucking know. Like, that's the fucking government. That's like the seat of the government. There's like one place where people, where, where if the cops are like, hey, you're not allowed to do this, and you fucking listen. It's not fucking. Or even just like to your point, the fact dollar, that dollaritas at Applebee's. Like, oh, it's such a travesty. They killed this fucking random asshole. It's like, no. <laughs> Guy actually did the world a favor that day. Like, oh, she was a veteran or something. It's like, oh, yeah, that just gives you, like, a fucking badge to do whatever you want. Yeah. I mean, I'm very, I I've was been the very... dumbest person at my high school, so I joined the military, and now I can do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> uh, Yeah. Yeah, I've been very clear about how I feel about veterans. So we don't need to go over it anymore. I just said Jared's viewpoint just for everybody. Listen, there's no other job where people wear hats about like what they were doing at their job 20 years ago. Just saying. Get over it. You might. You might be like number one marketer, twenty twenty three. Fucking hope not. <laughs> I was there. Justin Bieber, I was there. Just for the record, I you know I like some veterans. Uh, yeah, the ones that like. Like my buddy, like my, I told that story about that Halloween where I showed up 
to the Me party. And Shane Gillis are both like World War II veterans. Uh, where I showed up to the party dressed as a suicide bomber, and my yeah. buddy who had just gotten back from yeah. Afghanistan was there. That he's a cool veteran. He thought it was funny. He laughed it off. He laughed it off. Then cried it off at night later. Probably. <laughs> That's not my problem. So what'd you do Sunday, Jared? You woke up to that multi-grain burrito. Then he apologized. Um, I woke uh Oh, no. So my penance to them was I watched their kid for like an hour and a half. While... So they could sleep in a little bit. And then they went and got breakfast. And then um, I hung out there like way too long. Like annoying. Like I was there till like 2 p.m. And we're like homies. Like this dude I've known for like fucking 15 years or some shit. But I was also I was like you probably hate the fact that I'm still here. Um, Did he say but yes? Anyway. Was he like yes please leave? No, no. <laughs> oh, who knows? I don't know. I think they liked having me there. Um, I taught I taught their son because um, he he he's really into. He'll be like make you know, he's got blocks and stuff, and he'll be like make the tallest tower. And so I'll be I'll try making the tower, and he is, gets too excited and knocks hmm. it over before it's done. I'm like, oh man, if you just give me like two more minutes it'll be way taller and it'll be way more fun to knock over but he can't help himself because he's just a little guy and so then i just taught him to say 9-11 anytime he knocks the tower down jesus christ so that'll be a fun one for when his parents figure that out that's so funny (laughs) uh that was real good he just loved it 9-11 what was the what was the breakfast you got uh that was like a that was a breakfast burrito i want to say that it was like a sausage egg and cheese and like i think there was like some maple in there or some shit okay nice it's pretty good it's a good breakfast burrito um yeah so i hung out there way too late and then i went to the grocery store got some stuff made dinner for my sister and my ma get some crispy <laughs> salmon okay hell yeah Crispy salmon. Because my sister doesn't eat meat except fish. Uh, I know. My sister does that too. I know. I don't get that. Out of all, all of the meats you eat, you eat the worst one? Yeah. Does she eat other seafood? She eats or is it just lobster, fish? oysters, and fish. Yeah, pretty much all the worst. Yeah. Could have way yeah. better fucking meat than that, dude. Yeah, I don't. Know, I don't know. She was vegan for a really long time, so like, I'm what about pizza? Glad. Um, chicken eggs. Would no? She's veg. She's like pescatarian now, so she will eat cheese and eggs and stuff now. But for like I said, for a long time, like ten years, she was vegan, and that <laughs> just kind of sucked because like it limited. Like the restaurants we could go to, or <clears throat> you know, like it's family, you'll make sacrifices for family, so we'll make mm-hmm. like go to different restaurants or like make different food for dinner and stuff. But it's definitely nicer when like the entire group can kind of eat the same shit. Can't eat hummus every fucking night. Um, yeah, or it was just like a thing where I don't know, it just made it 
you know, it made it difficult because it'd be like, oh, we can't go there. Or like, she's got to bring like her own food or like, no way. <laughs> or like, uh, yeah, it's you know, like doing the Shane Gales bit of her just pulling out a grilled cheese. Yeah. Or like there's things we all like making where it's like, I really like these like Swedish meatballs I make. Um, pause. pause. Whatever, dude. Ayo, pause. Swedish meatballs. Pause, dude. Um, and I feel like an asshole when I make those for Thanksgiving because she can't eat them, but I'm also like, fuck off. It's like something I really like. And there's not really a way to do this vegan or vegetarian. You make falafel, Swedish falafel balls. Yeah, there's, I mean, I, I tried that for a long time, just being like, oh, I can make something that's kind of like it out of things. That, but it's like, if you, like, I worked really hard on this recipe. Like, I've made these fucking things like a hundred times to try to get to like an Ikea meatball. But like good. And Who so said like they're bad. No, IKEA meatballs are great, but I was trying to get to like what, what what's like the platonic ideal of like I an IKEA meatball. And in any event, I've just worked really hard on this recipe. And so then to be like, oh, just do you know, like what's the ratio of like pork and beef and veal and how much fucking allspice should go in it and how much how should I fucking sweat the onions in cayenne or put the sprinkle the cayenne on the onions after they're cooked like really thought about a lot of stuff and then to go into that and be like yeah just throw in some tofu meat use fucking chickpeas just feels like disrespectful to the process use an apple yeah i'm just kind of like that's not how this works do you feel like with vegan people like if you invite them over you feel like you have to make all right, say you invited a vegan friend over and you were like, oh, we're going to have hamburgers, but since you're coming, I'll make you like some fucked up portabella calf bullshit fake hamburger thing. But then when you go over to their house, they're not like, oh, I'm having some shitty portabella thing, but I'll make you a burger. Yes, that's yeah. true. That that's truth, extremely bro. true. That's a, that's, a, that's a fair point. It's actually happened recently. I cooked for my team. When they were all up here, and uh, one of uh, one of the guys on my team is vegan, and uh, and yeah, awesome. You're, you're probably like, oh, here's some like good vegan meal that I made for you. And then uh, you no, I didn't make him a good meal. Bad. I mean, I honestly felt bad that I couldn't make a better meal, but like basically, I was like, the wanted fuck to do cook, you make, wanted to cook for the team. Asked them, what do you want? They kind of voted. They wanted like a creamy garlicky chicken penne with vegetables oh what the hell yeah it was it was the fuck it was extraordinarily disappointing when i was like, <laughs> yeah. oh. when I was like you guys i was like i'm gonna go uh like i had to go out and like pick some shit up and i was like i'm gonna go out and pick some shit up you guys just decide what you want me to make and i'll you know and then i'll give you the shopping list and i'll make it tonight and i was like and they were like they were like well, what, what can you make and i was like i can make anything Pretty like whatever anything. you're imagining i can make it like Curry shrimp, fucking really nice steaks, like whatever you want. I can make it. Um, and so they're like, oh, awesome. And then I come back and they're like, we want like creamy garlicky pasta with chicken and vegetables. And I was like, what the hell? You're all disappointing to me. But in any event, I made that. And then for the kid who, for the, my buddy who's a vegan, I just made, uh, I just like, cook some of the vegetables separately so they got like the pasta chicken and vegetables and i just made him some some nice uh roasted veggies that's it 
Well, I can't. I don't know, dude. What? What? I don't know what vegans eat. That's what vegans eat is just fucking terrible food all the time. These were fucking really good roasted vegetables, but well, I mean, not like that. But that's just like for dinner, salt. bro. No, that's what I mean. I was that's like, not a dinner. What am I gonna do? Make some weird chicken get some nugget? nuggets. Get some they all eat weird McDonald's. nuggets. There's like, like weird. Uh, I'll take some know. fried Satan. A little bit of fucking dude. Just put a fucking quarter pounder with some McNuggets on the side for that guy, and just say, bro, if you can, if you don't eat this, it's on you, bro. Imagine how good that would be. Yeah. That's like getting out of jail fucking type good. Yep. Oh, man. I was talking about that today. Just how good a fucking quarter pounder is. <sighs> Smacks, dude. My friend was like, you know how shitty you feel after you eat McDonald's? And I was like, no. No. great after I eat yeah. McDonald's. I don't think I've ever felt bad after eating McDonald's. I had hot dogs and I barely felt bad and they were so good. They probably feel great. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, we went on a walk after. Charged up. Fucking fueled the fuck up. And it's not even hot dogs regular. It's just fucking uh, hot dogs, pigs in a blanket style, bro. There we go. Yeah. So good. Maybe I'm the only one that I always do pigs in a blanket where I cook full hot dogs and then just cut them up. Huh. Yeah. Instead of the mini ones. Oh, I get that. Yeah, you know I didn't what even I mean? think about that. Um, I didn't even know there was mini ones until like five years ago. Yeah, I wonder if it makes a difference. I think the, like, uh, I think they taste better on the, the mini ones. The, you've the got like just in a bigger blanket. Well, on the mini ones, you've got yeah, everything exactly. like sealed in when it cooks, I guess. But I think I like the idea of just cutting them up. Just put them in like thirds, and you're good. Yeah. Then it's like half of a hot dog sometimes. Yeah, or I like, like that. Little when you cut one like a little too far, yeah, it's good, dude. You like boiled hot dogs? Fuck no. I don't think I've ever I think I've only eaten those like at baseball games. Yeah, boiling is like that's just doing fuck? it. That's just like the way you do it for like I need to cook thirty hot dogs right now. Yeah, I totally hate boiled hot dogs too. <laughs> you do you boil them in the crib? You boil yeah. that's your that's your favorite <laughs> way to 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 cook a hot dog. No, uh, I like them on the grill, but I don't have like a gas grill, so I just usually boil them. Damn, bro, I I, I even do them sometimes. Poverty just, hot dogs. <laughs> nah, I just do them sometimes in the saute pan with a ton of butter if I need to. I was gonna say I wouldn't. Uh, yeah, I've made them like that, but I still like a boiled hot dog better than that. I no wouldn't want to. If I wasn't gonna grill, I wouldn't want to wait for water to boil either. I'd just be like, yeah, this is going on the fucking fry pan. Yeah, I just. Ah man, boil all. Oh, you, you get the full taste of it then. Fucking delicious boiled hot dog. <laughs> yeah, dude, just. <laughs> Just that every taste of the hot dog you get in that. Just how it's seasoned with water <laughs> that sucks flavor out. So good. Yeah, and then it's in flavor water. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just well, what do you put on it? I mean you're putting mustard and shit on the hot dogs. Who the fuck cares how you cook it? <clears throat> I mean, sure, but you don't get like a snap or anything on that's that? a ridic- that honestly that's a ridiculous statement though. You're putting you're putting mustard, ketchup, mustard, whatever, on the hot dog, so it doesn't matter how it's cooked. The Ridiculous best part statement. of a hot dog you don't is when that. it's like got a little bit of burn to it. That's what I'm saying. Get a little char on there. Fucking good hot dogs, dude. 
maybe it's a new york thing but we always like the hot dog carts you go to a hot dog cart and it's just a hot dog that's been floating in water for fucking 20 yeah, hours i guess so yeah but i mean that's efficiency that's just because yeah. they have he has they 100 have to, hot dogs in that yeah. bitch. and and, it, and it's just in like then you water that keeps that. it warm the whole time then you get used to that flavor and you're like that's how i want my hot dog i like i get the hebrew nationals especially right now it's what's going on in the country Got to support. I mean, the Hebrew Nationals are the only ones that are like not made with fucking Those asshole meat. Hot doggins, dude. Hot, hot doggins. They and actually use like the, uh, Boar's Head spicy deli mustard. There we go. That's the fire. Nice. Grill. Jared's boss Hello. one time told me all about Hebrew National hot dogs. That's, that's who I learned it from. He was like, if you're going to eat a hot dog, it's Hebrew national or nothing. nothing. Damn, so yeah. I picked the right one to commit to a while back. He went into serious detail about it, too. We were all trashed, so it was like a weird conversation. Yeah, at one point when I was in the trap, I would just make hot dogs and bacon to just put a slice of bacon in the hot dog called day. Shit was fine. Uh, sometimes bro. I'll boil a hot dog and I'll put a piece of American cheese in a bun and I'll just stick the hot dog into that. Dude, I love you, Paul. I'll eat you that, will, dude. <laughs> you, you rip it, dude. Boiling them, throwing some cheese in there. Old cheese dog. You would crush prison, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Just that unshakable optimism. Make a fucking nice ass roll up or a pie or something. Call it a day, dude. Mad beef jerky and cheese pies and shit in there. There we go. Yeah, I love bro. beef jerky. Nice fucking meat stick pause <laughs> you ever get the beef jerky that's um bacon jerky it's just like a, no. it's just like a cold piece of bacon uh that sounds kind of bad you know what i, I did pick sounds up terrible on, but it tastes good from all my boys that came back from doing time they always put well first they put me on and then everybody else fell into it when uh but you get those um what are those things called? The uh, it's not like a nutter butter, but it's like a crunch. Those crunchy things, the wafer butterfinger. Nah, they're like the little Debbie's like wafer chocolate things. Let me look these up. Chocolate bars. Oh, the oh, nutty I buddies. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. You get the nutty buddies, and then you just break them up, put them into like milk with a little bit of cereal, and it's mostly nutty buddies. That's so fire, dude. Those are fucking really good treats. You guys got to pick some of those up at the grocery store next. Nutty Buddy? Yeah, and then you break it up, put it into milk like a cereal bowl, and then just a tiny, tiny bit of cereal on top of that. Really good. And then uh, Honey Buns are still big, too. Mm, Bro, I love Honey honey Buns. buns. Yeah, those fat fat ones that were 50 cents or whatever. Yeah, those are Go to the gas station every now and then, and I'll get one. (laughs) <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> hell yeah bro you just i love that dude you are i was actually in prison dude i love it dude kind of funny i was thinking about this when i used to work at fenway and i was i was making like 12 dollars and 50 cents and i lived in boston i would eat those um steaming fresh you know what that is it's like vegetables. a bag of yeah. vegetables, but sometimes they would have, well, not sometimes, but you can get the spaghetti ones. What? It's just like noodles in a bag with veggies and maybe like some sort of questionable cheese sauce. I'd crush that. Hell I'd yeah. 
was like my, my fucking straight poverty meal. You could get like four of them for four bucks, four of them for three bucks or something. Yeah, I think my pops always had those too. Yo, this is this is for sure. Meals. Eat a whole can of beans. <laughs> <laughs> like a bag of person. This bag of penny and vegetables. Steam <laughs> steam fresh penny and vegetables from Walmart is three dollars and nineteen cents. Oh my I god. Get them on sale. Twelve ounce <laughs> bag of penny and vegetables, three nineteen. That's oh. wild. We got to just do one of those one week challenges where we just have to live off of that type of stuff. I could do it. No problem. <laughs> it would just be like a regular day. I was about to say. <laughs> Aiden, sometime when, sometime when you're here for uh, like more than 12 hours, we'll oh hang out at, God. we'll hang out at Paul's place. And, and, uh, and I'm, I'm not roasting you, Paul. I appreciate the hospitality, but just like the constant stream of, Microwavable or ovenable <laughs> snacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like, bro. It's just like 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 three thirty, and it's like I'm gonna make pizza rolls. You guys want pizza rolls? Hell yeah! Like, dude. Fuck yeah! <laughs> yeah, I do. Dude, that is so awesome, man. It's like ninety. <laughs> it wouldn't I skip would a say, beat. It wouldn't skip a beat. I'd say ninety percent of the time I make. If it's like just Shannon and I, or I'm making food for like a party, I'll make actually good food. And then I'll be like, you know what? I'm just going to smoke a whole brick of cream cheese. That's what we're going to have today. (laughs) Yeah, that is so awesome. You're just doing a fucking three-year bid, dude. Just fucking smoking cream cheese in a pot. (laughs) That rules so hard, dude get one of those fucking rolls with like looks like a cinnamon fucking dough rolled up at the bakery dude Mm. (laughs) i just feel like there was a point in time where we were so poor and it was me and my roommate and we would have like literally no food and be like all right we've got we've got a can of a can of fucking refried beans and a can of black olives which can of food do you want Oh, eat an, so eat an entire can of black olives or have a hot sauce sandwich. Just take a piece of white oh, bread man. and fucking put Tabasco in it, fold it over and eat it. Yep. Do you see that just now? That like literally just now they cup of noodles came out with a microwavable cup. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, what the fuck was the cup before? <laughs> fucking styrofoam cup that said do not microwave <laughs> that is so fun. did it actually yo people that still eat cup of noodles for lunch you need to fuck get yourself checked that's uh-huh. not good for uh, you i'm not even gonna you... lie i just bought a whole six pack of ramen at the grocery store today <laughs> nah, the one that's in the styrofoam cup no i get not I my favorite bags. i'm I talking the about the classic one that has peas and stuff and it's in a cup not my favorite, but I'm not going to act like I haven't eaten the styrofoam one in the last two weeks. God damn, I can just taste that taste already. The, the one the one fucking shit poor food that I w- will just willingly eat because I enjoy it is like whatever shit ramen you can find, including mm-hmm. cup of noodles. I fucking love ramen. I just got the whole. I got yeah. the six pack of the creamy chicken or the roast chicken. I think it is. Yeah, ramen. Like the classic. more gas stationy, of course, the better. 
I don't eat the cup ones though. I eat the break it, break it in half, flip it around. Yeah, I mean that's definitely like if I'm if I'm trying to make fancy ramen. Yeah, but I am so, not above the like. Used to fucking big some real stoner food is you just you open up the ramen just like you get it. the yeah and you just eat it cold. It's yeah. like a crunchy taco thing. I'm not doing that. You, I, I upgraded in my nowadays in my later life. I just throw the whole brick of ramen in. Then it's like noodles. That's what I used to break it up as a you. You know what I mean? I used to crush you it. Whole try bag. it. You should try it, Jared. Just eating it dry. Yeah, you just eat it dry. It's mad good. I've mm-hmm. eaten dry a ton of times, bro. I don't know. It's fuck. It's like legit good. <laughs> Yo, put oh the God. seasoning on it a little bit. Shake it up in the bag and then eat it dry. It's good. Maybe. Put some I believe you. I just it. can't really picture myself trying it at this point in my life. I feel like the hot sauce oh. sandwich was probably a, a low point in my life. <laughs> and then, like, the dudes at Fenway didn't believe me, and I was like, no, like, last night I had a hot sauce sandwich for dinner. <laughs> That's so funny. It's, every now and then I'll have one just to remember what it was like. Get back to the good old days. Yep. See, that's how you know you're self-reliant, though. You're just like, you know what? Things get really bad. I'll just eat fucking hot sauce on a fucking folded over piece of Wonder Bread. Yo, do you... Um, I need to get on if it is possible, but do you, like, only grocery shop at Costco? Is that possible without eating the same thing for, like, 300 days in a row? I don't... We I get, think like, if you're, like, the ingredient house... If you're willing to do like a decent amount of like cooking, you can yeah. probably get away with it. That's the thing is like I cook. We, cook we do. We get like avocados nights, and shit. It's like not that big of meals. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then some of the other things there I've already kind of, I mean, I'm in very new. I'm a one month into Costco guy, but um, I don't know. This is not a, this is not a real problem for people, but I'm like, oh, a pomegranate. I have to get 12 of them. Yes. That's the no, tough it is part. a problem. It is a real problem. That's the tough part with me because I'm like, uh, I don't need that many. 100%. You're like, I don't need fucking 50. The only one I think that's a really good deal is the avocados. How many? Like five pounds of avocados. Yeah, I go through, we, like, I did, it's like literally six in a week or whatever. Six in six days. That's all I need. Yeah. I'm right now like, uh, great for like the butchers great or the fucking meats is great. Mm-hmm. Great for getting bottled water. Great for getting yerbies. Uh, is the butcher though? Like, how many do I got to get? Like two pounds of chicken? Because all I need is like one at a time. You know what I mean? Like, no, you just freeze it. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's kind of what where my where my vibes. Been. I just honestly forget it in the fucking freezer every time, bro. Don't forget it. Yeah, because you know what I mean, though. Like I gotta cook, right? And then I'm like, great. Now the chicken's not. The chicken's fucking frozen. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm not five, gonna. I'm not gonna high road you and be like, I don't have like two hundred dollars of frozen meat. I'll never eat in my fridge. But, but, but I, I do sometimes thaw down and cook it. Prior preparation prevents piss poor performance, dude. Six peas. Don't, don't six peas me. I don't got that fucking time in my head, bro. I'm like, yo, six I'm going to cook baby. that shit. Then 
That's already enough fucking remembering out of my head. I think it's like, isn't it the seven P's. Remembering the career preparation prevents piss poor performance. That's six P's. Proper preparation and planning prevents piss poor performance. Seven. Oh, P's. see, but you're adding. You're adding another thing on. To I it. think it's the seven P's, not the six P's. I'm gonna look that up right now. Six. Damn, that'd be P's. so ironic. Yeah, the six P's. Product placement, promotion, price, people, and passion. You should know that, dude. That's that's marketing one on one right there, dude. They give that to you. Seven P's is a British Army adage for proper planning and preparation prevents <laughs> piss poor performance. Oh, Got man. your ass. Paul, you ain't prepared, bro. I wasn't. I couldn't even get it right. All right. That's British what I get Army. for denigrating the fucking veterans. veterans earlier. I'll come out of limb and say, fuck the British Army, dude. What are you going to fucking yeah. do about it? I can, I can say with uh, absolutely no reservations... British Army veterans, y'all suck. It's like Canadian Army fucking, you know what I mean? What are you guys going to do? We rule, dude. Tickle each other's it. butts. We Get could easily it. take out the British Army if we needed to. Why don't we just take over Canada? I know it's often said, but we really like, got to take worth over it. Canada, dude. It's just cold it, there. It's like a flex that you don't need. It's like a flex <laughs> that's embarrassing because... You're like, yeah. you did what? You moved into Brunswick? Bro, people that I uh, met from Canada Mexico? the other week, they're like, yeah, my at my house, it gets to like 40 below. I'm like, bro, you're not supposed to live there. That's why. Like, don't you don't have to fucking live in the 40 below climate. It's not supposed yeah. to happen. I feel like Mexico has a lot of nice stuff that we could take. Mexico was a, would be a more, would be a better one. If we were going to invade a neighbor. Yuck. Mexico would be. <laughs> oh, the water gives me diarrhea. <laughs> no, we could clean the water up. Uh, we get it. You got the Gulf. We get it. <laughs> and that's probably what I would take. If I was looking at the two, I'd want Mexico. They got good food. The entirety of Mexico is habitable. Whereas mm-hmm. like the food, everyone in. Everyone in Canada lives south of Edmonton what? in like four cities. What does that mean? Like most of that country, no one lives in. It's like uninhabitable. Oh, it's like really? Russia. Yeah, dude. It's, unha- it's 40 below fucking whatever. That's fucking stupid. If you're not living in like Montreal, Ottawa, Tor- Toronto, Vancouver, Calgary, Winnipeg, or Niagara. Edmonton, you, there's nowhere to live. It's, it's Toronto. Toronto. Whereas Mexico... You got a whole country of places. Yeah, I think I'd live in Chihuahua. My family's from. Just live there based on the name. Yeah, I'd like Chihuahua. To, I'd like to live in um, Cholula. Cholula's mm-hmm. a real place. Uh, 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 really? Um, Guadalajara. Guadalajara. Guadalajara there in Jalisco. Mexico City. I would like to live in Mazatlan. What about Mazaplan? What? <laughs> God his ass. Yeah. Damn. Damn. Um, it's like the inglorious bastards where he goes, you speak the second most Italian, and the guy's like, Bongiorno. Bongiorno. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Mexico honestly seems kind of dank. Good food. 
all the fucking good beaches. Yeah, we just need to get all that, all those people killing people out of there. You know? No, no, they can stay. Wipe they provide a service. Drone them out. They're like bullies. Drone. I forgot how much of a cop you are. Drone the fucking. Uh, what about cartels killing people? Just in general. Yeah, they provide a service, dude. They don't provide any service, dude. Yes, they do. What do they do? They give bring fentanyl into the country? Whatever. Dude, dude has a kid and he's no, like, I'm, <laughs> I want safe neighborhoods. <laughs> I don't want fentanyl fucking in these uh, Chinese clubs over here anymore. That's China. China <laughs> sells it to Mexico and Mexico is just an unwilling oh partner in this God. relationship. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god if it wasn't for china mexico would still be you're standing up for the little guy whatever. right now <laughs> better things listen here's the thing though uh everything in life is supply and demand pobs was saying how much he loves capitalism and how gay for capitalism he is <laughs> they wouldn't be they wouldn't be bring he would said it like at the beginning of the pod we all heard it damn uh if there wasn't a market for fentanyl in America, then there'd be no incentive for Mexico Mexicans to smuggle it across the border. I'm they could just, just do saying. regular drugs, which would be a lot cooler. They do I'm, do regular drugs. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm saying they're, not if, do fentanyl. They could make an option. If Americans weren't buying it, they wouldn't. There wouldn't be anything to sell. All right. Who, to be who fair, are you real mad at? I don't think they're fair. fucking selling it directly most of the time. They're just cutting with it. And then selling it for people to cut more with it. I mean, yeah, that's because true. because of China. <laughs> Where the fuck are they getting the precursor to? You think they're just making it? You think they're just making the fentanyl precursor in Mexico? I yeah. mean, at this point, they probably are. No, they're getting it from China. Dude, after a while, just like in any other drug, the source is going to become the source. They ain't gonna fucking just keep buying it from China forever. I think it's fairly well documented that the flow of drugs goes precursor from China to cartel in Mexico made into fentanyl. Dude, there's like hundreds of fentanyl Mexican labs that just got busted on here. Well, you know what? It's probably probably fucking dank or else people want to do it, honestly. I'm kind of with Jared on this. There's definitely a market for it. I mean, there's a market for everything. You could probably, you know, you could maybe try to figure out what the root issue is, why people want to do fentanyl. But for just being honest, like, it's probably dank. Probably dank. That's a that's a great take. <laughs> what makes it dank? Uh... I don't know. I've never done it. I have no interest in doing it. We've I'm talked sure. about we've talked about this on pod that when I got when I had surgery and when I was twenty, I refused general anesthetic. We talked about that, right? Maybe not. I refused general anesthetic because I uh, didn't want to be completely under. And so they were like, "All right, uh." we'll have to just kind of load you up with painkillers then. And I was like, what does that mean? He's like, we're going to give you a lot of fentanyl. And this was in like 2007 when like it wasn't an epidemic and you could just get a bunch of fentanyl. Oh, you can still get it at the hospital. No, I know. Um, 
but I, I, yeah, either way. Um, and so they just gave me a whole bunch of fentanyl and I just watched on a screen while people dug around in my insides. And I, all I, the, what I remember is they were like, all right, we're like starting. And I looked and they were like cutting me open. And then the guy's like reaching his hand in where he cut into me. And then I just started laughing and then everything got really bright. And then I like woke up whenever it was over. So, um, fentanyl is good enough that you can have people digging around in your insides and it's funny. I think maybe America just got too good at growing weed. Yeah. Right. And Mexico was like, well, we can't just ship up this fucking bullshit brick weed anymore. There's There's no more market for it. There's still a market for that. Okay, I've smoked some of that stuff. (laughs) It's terrible. (laughs) It is fucking terrible. You just gotta be um you just gotta be Fernway and and spray terpenes on it and call it terpene enhanced pre rolls and then you got a product. I still don't even think that that's brickweed. It is I found some brickweed in a parking lot at a brickweed fucking big Y in Springfield one time and I took it home and smoked it and it was When was this? Probably two thousand and ten. All right, fine. And it was, it was some f- terrible. <laughs> Came um, in like a little drug dime bag. So I was out doing carts. It was in East Long Meadow, Mass. Actually, it was not in Springfield, but I found it while I was out doing carts. Thank you. Our fact checkers were about to uh, call that out. Yeah, they were on the case. There was a time, and there was a time in you know history where you could find drugs on the in a parking lot at a grocery store and do them and not feel like you were going to die. Yeah. Yeah. There's those subreddits now that show you pictures of where weed was hidden. And I'm always nervous. Even when I recognize where it's at. What is it? You people hiding it. weed? It's like, yeah, there's it's like, like a subreddit. buy too much. Yeah. There's one for Boston where people will be like, Oh, like, Go to the, find this spot in Boston Common. I hit something, and it's like, I don't know. That's I, I'm I'm sure it's probably fine. But I don't uh, think I would take drugs from a random person anymore. I smoked parking lot weed more than one time, and now I probably wouldn't do that. And I'm I'm like I'd say I'm ninety nine percent sure that all the reports online that say that somebody died from fentanyl laced weed is fake and i still don't think i would take that chance yeah i think a lot of it is is, what the hell um i mean there's like definitely some just like shit out there where it's like there where it's like this cop was like cleaning up fentanyl and like the dust got on his hand and he overdosed and you're like no that's not that that's actually impossible even if it's in the air it can't kill you um, but I think you could OD on like fentanyl laced weed, but I also do think that's mostly propaganda. Man. I just don't think like in my logical mind, I don't think that there's people who are giving you free drugs. Yeah. Right. Like that's they true. weren't like, okay. So brick weed was like, maybe the market's changed a little bit, but when I was in high school, it was like five bucks a gram for mids. 
And I don't think anybody was like, I'm also going to throw a little bit of opiate on top of this and still sell it for $5. Like that doesn't make any sense to me. Cause it has to cost more money. Cause now you're cutting it with something and it's not yeah. like you're, it's not like you're cutting a powder with like a benign powder. You're adding something. You're just adding more drugs. You're adding, you're more, adding more drugs for the same amount of money. That doesn't make any sense. Nobody's giving away free free drugs. But who knows? I haven't had to buy weed from a fucking regular street drill dealer in a long time. Do people even call weed mids and headies anymore? Is that even a thing? No, it's just weed. Just assumed to be at least something better than what it was. Right. I don't think like in all the time that I worked in cannabis and people would say shit was mids. I was like, this is not mids. Even like even the worst weed that we ever produced was not as bad as the Mexican brick weed that you would buy occasionally when you were in high school. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I feel like a lot of the people that we worked with were maybe like 21 to 25 in 2020 and had never actually experienced bad weed because it had either been legal or decriminalized. Oh, yeah. Kid gloved. <laughs> like mid, like actual mids. <laughs> you couldn't smoke enough of it to get high. It would just give you a headache. You could smoke a fucking ounce of it and not fucking have like a bipolar episode after. <laughs> you could buy an ounce of it for like 80 bucks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, if you smoked even like a quarter of weed sitting down of like regular weed, you'd, you'd be fucked up for like a day. Or even like the pricing. Be like five bucks for a gram of mids, 15 bucks for some like fucking shitty better mids that somebody would call Reggie and then they'd be like, oh, it's Hetty's. It's $20 a gram all the way up. <laughs> like, okay, so it's a 400 something dollar ounce. That oh, yeah. Sense. Just fucking dimed out ounces, making the most money off them. Ruled. Certain fellows would do that. I was always impressed. There's this dude I knew in college who sold it for 10 bucks a gram all the way up. And it only made sense if you were buying like four grams. Otherwise, you're getting ripped off. Yeah. <laughs> Be like, yeah, but it's less than $300 for an ounce. And it's like, yeah, it's less than $300 for an ounce or some fucking nasty trap weed. Teddies, bro. Teddies. Don't worry about it. I got to trim mine still. It's still hanging in my shed. It's still hanging. Holy shit! How long has it been up there? Probably two weeks. Holy shit! Man, it's like definitely ready to be trimmed, and it still smells good. It hasn't like lost its terps or anything. I just haven't had a chance to trim it. Well, yeah, dude, it was fucking freezing this morning. Oh, the shed is insulated enough that it didn't. I actually checked it this morning just to make sure. No, I didn't even mean like like I was worried like that it got frosted or anything. No, I didn't mean like that. I just meant it's been so cold that terps wouldn't even evaporate. The um, the big branches still aren't snapping, but they're not. 
I gotta trim it at a certain point. If it's the one that it's on, if it like the small ones, if that snaps, you're good to go. Yeah, some of the smaller ones are snapping. I think I'll probably trim them tomorrow oh, if yeah. I can. I just haven't had time. I feel like this happened one time. I brewed beer and then I never bottled it, and then I found it like right before I moved, and it was basically malt liquor. Oh yeah, my dude. God. <laughs> the house I lived in in Brighton when I was thirty. The people who had lived there like seven years before us brewed beer, I guess. And we were like cleaning out because we were finally moving out. We were like cleaning out and there was this like crawl space kind of underneath the uh, porch that we knew there was some stuff under. And so we kind of just like went under there to check it out. And like one of the things there was a big old like uh, one of those giant barrels for or not barrels, those giant glass bottles for like Mm -hmm. wine making and beer making that had turned into some like horrific like brown vinegar kombucha shit just looked gnarly as hell well the crazy thing about beer is it like doesn't go bad yeah i don't know if this like i I guess i don't know what this started out as but it was like it looked like uh it was like the color of guinness but then it had like a weird light brown layer of like sludge at the top was just uh it looked ungodly we left it under there like you could find a beer from whenever from your fucking from your dad in the 70s and as long as it wasn't opened you could open it and drink it it's not gonna taste good but it's not gonna make you sick you see that occasionally they'll find like um mead or whatever from ancient egypt and you can open it and drink it oh that's crazy that's wild that's because it's alcohol. There's that wine from that like ship that sank in the Arctic. They found intact bottles of, and it's like the oldest, rarest wine you can get. Bet it doesn't taste good. Probably doesn't taste very good. Yeah, it probably tastes like shit. I mean, but let's be real. Does any wine taste good? I've had some. Well, no. That's a fair point. I've had some natural wines that tasted pretty good, but. Or wine. That's like, that's like rare to find too, unless you live in a big city. I don't know. Does any alcohol actually really taste very good? I mean, I would argue yes, but sure, everything's an acquired taste. But I feel like if you were, say, you were twenty-one, because we got to keep it legal, you never had any alcohol in your life. Do we? Anyway, continue. Allegedly, you're 21. You've never had a sip of alcohol in your life, and somebody gives you bourbon, you'd be like, "This fucking sucks." Yeah, oh, I'm sure my somebody gives you a beer, you'd be like, "This sucks." Tequila is fucking disgusting. (laughs) Like rum, terrible. Yeah, I guess that's. Then you have it a few times. It's like a cigarette. You smoke your first cigarette, and you're like, "Wow, I just coughed my ass off. That was terrible." Then you have, you know. 15 more of them and by that time you're like these are the best things i've ever had in my life i need to have at least 20 of these a day for the rest of my life (laughs) yeah damn cigarettes are so good so good i haven't smoked a cigarette and i had like a couple puffs off a year as a few weeks ago but i haven't smoked a full cigarette in probably two maybe a year yeah 
And I'm still like, if somebody was like, hey, do you want to have a cigarette? Immediately, I'd be like, yep, those things are fucking delicious. <laughs> I was doing really good for a long time. Um, oh, but God, like the dude. last, the, the I know, I know. But like the last year and a half, I've, I've just been a bad, a bad streak. But yeah, I'm back to like a month without it. You, that means you can do it for as long as you want. Just get a quarter pounder anytime instead. <laughs> I haven't had I've had one day in the last four weeks that where I was like, oh, like where I had to be like, I'm not going to leave the house because if I do, I'll be I'll pass a gas station. If I pass a gas station, I'm going to buy cigarettes. I'm fucking convinced that if they didn't give you cancer, everybody would smoke. Oh, of course, dude. You look way cooler. (laughs) You've never looked at a person. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess you have because you've seen some like fucked up hillbillies, but a lot of, you know, you look cooler. Uh, something to do uh, gets you high for like yeah. the, the five seconds. And I mean, really, once you get used to it, they taste good. Uh, yeah, I just love the like little excuse to fucking leave whatever situation I'm in. Yeah, you're like, oh, I gotta go smoke a cigarette, and people are like, oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> so yes. good. It gives you unlimited five minute breaks. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's the best substance ever ever designed. It just is a bummer that it definitely gives you cancer. And there's like no... <laughs> there's no real way of getting around that. Yeah. Until we're like robots. As soon as I can get like bionic like android lungs that don't deteriorate I'll do everybody's it. gonna be chuffing butts for sure get on it fucking zuck figure it out zuck you watch old movies who's smoking cigarettes james dean coolest dude of all time fair it's a fair point the fonz punching cigarette machines right jumping sharks That's that balance in life. Can't be too cool. <laughs> yep. Or else you Has die. to kill you. You have to blow up in a submersible under the, underneath the ocean. Yeah, you get a billion dollars, everything's good, and the next thing you know, <laughs> fucking submersible you're in rapidly decompresses and crushes you to death. Probably worth it, honestly. How many people have seen the Titanic since it went down? Uh, not many. Just James Cameron. James Cameron, for sure. Ocean Gate dudes did before. For like two seconds. Still counts. Yeah, if you didn't have a family or anything, it'd be worth it. What are you trying to say? You want me to fucking go to the Titanic? Is that what you're trying to say? I would like you to to go down to the submersible and send me pictures. Well, like to live vicariously through your life. All right. Fine. You guys like Buffalo Trace? 
Um, yeah. Or do you um, like the other things that they bottle under their label? I don't remember all that. It's been a while well, since. Damn. I was reading more about the Ocean Gate thing. What happened? They just found more pieces of it. Like just now? No, like in the beginning of October. I just haven't looked into it since. Yeah. It's just like a waste of time <laughs> at this point. Well, obviously, it's just, you know, they're just doing stuff. But, oh, what? October 11th, more presumed human yeah. remains covered. Oh, that's different from pieces. That's like shit. That's like stuff. I mean, even if I, all right, say one of my family members went down in the sub and they got crushed. I wouldn't want them to bring the body parts back up. No, definitely not. Be like, just fucking leave it in the ocean. Yeah. What am I going to do? Get it cremated and then have to hang on to it? You can get it cremated. You just, you just have like a, uh, you know, just like get a, it mounted like a third, like a lumbar vertebrate <laughs> and be like, what, what is that? Why do you One have arm. that like pot roast bone on your wall? And you'd be like, that's my husband. Oh my God. That's grandma. Where, oh, where's your husband right now? At the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. He's, in pieces inside crab stomachs. Or even just, I don't know, I, at that point, I think you should just, why are you spending all that money to bring it back up? Um, That's fair. Make them like pay a, for it, at least. I it's think. not like a fucking, it's not like a question. It's not like, oh man, maybe one of those people like shot them before the, before the fucking sub decompressed and crushed all of them. What if you're, what if, what if one of them was secretly Muslim and... Because and because of Muslim burial rituals, if their remains aren't point. reunited on dry land, they don't get to go to Muslim heaven. That's a fair point. I forget that people believe in ghosts still. I would love to for my final resting place to be eaten, eaten tiny piece by tiny piece by crabs. That'd be great. Uh, my wish is to be made into a. Um... Uh, packed into a firework. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. I don't mind that. So I told Chan, I was like, if I die before you, I want to be packed into a firework. And then I want a bunch of people to come and see it. <laughs> so here's, a, I guess, a, a question is, for your firework funeral or whatever... Do you... Yeah, you're gonna get covered in my dead body dust. No, I'm definitely there. fine with that. Um, <laughs> definitely fine with that. But do you want like a big fireworks show, and then the finale is you, or is it just like you and nothing else to take away from that? Hmm. I bet you with a human body, you could make like twenty or thirty fireworks. Yeah, and if you were good at it, like, I don't know, they probably just cremate you and put the ashes in a firework, which is fine. But, like, if you really wanted to, like, maximize the impact of your body, like, you separate out some of the chemicals, like, you get some, 
you know, sulfur compounds out of your body. You get some iron compounds out of your body. You get some uh, copper, nitrogen stuff. You can get different colors, you know, isolate some different elements from your your bones and your blood and your uh, hair and stuff. And you can, you know, you get a few different varieties of fireworks. I will say that it's not an original idea because Hunter S. Thompson had his uh, remains fired out of a cannon as a firework. So, yeah, it's kind of where I stole it from. I mean, but, if you're going to steal, I feel like Hunter S. is uh, not a bad, not a bad person to steal a death ritual from. I respect that. Certainly won't be the first person to be eaten bit by bit by hundreds and hundreds of crabs. Mm. Talk that talk, bro. I'm actually pretty. I'm actually fairly certain that you can get buried at sea, and it's not very hard to do. I mean, I can definitely just decide when I'm like old enough, or whatever, or like I've done all the things I wanted to do, and then just like fill my pockets with rocks and jump off a boat. Not you want to like shoot that. yourself first? You would just drown. Drowning uh, seems terrible. Drowning does seem extremely terrible. No, I wouldn't do that. <clears throat> yeah, I don't think I'd go the drowning way. Yeah, that's probably like the one I, the, you know, the like improbable death scenario that gives me the most anxiety is being like is like waking up in like a golden retriever dog cage and then and then getting thrown into the water because you're just like i'm sinking and there's nothing i can do to stop sinking and i'm running out of air uh and there's nothing i can do about that what about the monk you'd be like the monk who let himself on fire uh honestly i still think like at least he had agency over that situation I'm sure it was horrifically painful, but he like chose to do it. So I think there's like that part of it where you're like, okay, I got to do this for like Tibet or whatever. But just like drowning in a dog cage. No, thank you. That's probably a fair point. You saw saw and then you've been prepping ever since then. Like, okay, if I've ever got the reverse jaw opener that's going to rip my head in half, this is exactly how I would find the key. Ew. Yuck. Yucky. Oh. I can't believe they made like 15 of those movies. So many. They still make, they still make them. <laughs> like the first one was pretty good. The second one started to get kind of goofy. The third one was like probably where I stopped watching them. Yeah. Fucking Saw movies. We got a shout outs to do on this. Wrap this bitch up. Wrap this bitch up before we hit two hours. Mm -hmm. Uh, Shout out Sinaloa Cartel for keeping us Americans well supplied with fentanyl. Mm -hmm. You actually mean shout out China, but that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Pops, shout out. Shout out China. 
Damn. For giving COVID to the world and ruining three years of my life. Hell okay. Yeah. Could have been Italy, but we don't know that. Shout out, Aiden. Shout out to Kevin from bringing him in uh, high school. <laughs> All right, that's a pod. End of the episode. Thanks for listening. Stick with us. We can't be stopped. Join the Reddit. Good night, pumpkin. Mr. Bombastic. We are some bombastic, romantic, fantastic lover. Shaggy. Mr. Lover, lover. Mm. Mr. Lover, lover. <laughs> Girl. Mr. Lover, lover. Mm. Mr. Lover, lover. She called me Mr. Bombastic. Tell me fantastic. Touch me on me box. She says I'm Mr. Romantic. Call me fantastic. Touch me on me box. She says I'm Mr. Rose. Smooth. Just like a silk. Soft and cuddly. Hug me up like a quilt. I'm a lyrical lover. Now take me thin or filled with my sexual physique. You know me well built. Do me. Oh my. Well, well. Can't you tell? And just like a turtle crawling out of my shell Girl, you captivate my body, put me under a spell With your couscous perfume, I love your sweet smell You're the only young girl who can ring my bell And I can take rejection, so you tell me go to well I'm bombastic, tell me fantastic Touch me on my back, she says I'm Mr. Romantic Call me fantastic, she touch me on my back She says I'm Mr. Boom, boom And set your mind at ease Don't you tickle my foot bottom <laughs> Baby, please Don't you play with my nose Cause I'm a hatchum sneeze Well, are you are the bun And me are the cheese And if I'm me at the rice I'll baby love you the peas I'm bombastic Tell me fantastic Touch me on me box She says I'm Mr. Romantic Tell me fantastic Touch me on me box She says I'm Mr. Boom, boom, boom Bombastic Tell me fantastic Says a Mr. Bombastic. Why?
Mr. Boom, where you say, girl? 